Hey everybody, welcome back to another bonus episode of Lit. Joining me today is once again, Honest Matthew S. Welcome, Matt. Hello, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. Another crazy thing has happened in the world is like maybe two or three weeks ago, we were talking about Georgia Orwell's 1984. And then again, we were talking about the feminist rewrite of 1984. It's like the lids just can't stop being crazy. The Ministry of Truth is at it again. And this time they've come for Roald Dahl author of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda, James and the Giant Peach, all books we loved as kids. And now they're trying to basically rewrite the whole book. I mean, that's got to be crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And how long until they start uh, editing the movies? Like right now, Disney has this warning label, but how long until they start cutting offensive scenes out? Or with the technology, they might be able to just reshape the scenes entirely. Yeah, for those of you who don't remember Disney's uh, warning, this is what appears before a lot of the classic Renaissance films like Dumbo, Pinocchio, uh, the Aristocats for some reason. It Why? says that, Right? I oh, think it's the because Siamese of the cats Siamese cats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so offensive. You can't that's, have that's Siamese cats. They don't exist. <laughs> But yeah, so they've already started uh, doing this to Disney movies. Now they've come for our favorite children's books S- to delete references to fat characters. Like, how did how did fat get lumped in with all of the rest of the I know, huh? intersectional? That people have got to work their way into this. Like, I can't help it. I have to eat twenty cheeseburgers. It's like, like I get it. Cheeseburgers are delicious, but yeah, calm they down. are. But you can do all the other uh, like protected classes. One of the prerequisites seems to be that there's nothing you can do about it. Being fat, right. there's something you can do about that. There's You just diet and exercise. In fact, it's a good thing to diet. It's like actually very healthy to diet and exercise. Like being fat is not a good thing or a healthy thing. Ooh, don't let Lizzo hear you say that. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> well, and according to the libs, you can change your gender too. So that is something you can do about crazy the inclusive well, that, gender isn't, term. isn't there attitude that you were always whatever gender you say oh, that's you right you were always that way your body just has to come into a line with what your spirit is yeah and they say what about that's the not gender fluid people how does that work their bodies just morph between man and woman or i don't know we used to call that like multiple personality disorder now they're gender fluid <laughs> it's a big problem So yeah, these classic books, Matilda, James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The Witches. I mean, these were all good books that conveyed good morals. Matilda trying to stand up for yourself, learning to read. I mean, what a great moral. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, learning to take a hold of your own destiny. I mean, nobody reads, he (laughs) says on the book podcast. (laughs) Ouch. Uh, but it's absolutely crazy. Poor Roald Dahl must be spinning in his grave. So just I a know. few of the changes they've done. So a line in The Witches, he w- the boy who turned into a mouse was described as a little fat mouse. Now he's just a little brown mouse. Like, what's wrong Could there? Maybe a little Rubenesque mouse. Rubenesque. I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, Can he, a mouse like, not be fat? No, I guess not. Guess it's not allowed. Uh, Miss Spider's head can't be black, even though she was a black widow. Yeah, that's a weird one because she's like, 
She's not black as in the ethnicity. She's like the right. color black. She's the color black. She's a spider. This is whatever. Exactly. And the earthworm can't have lovely pink skin. She has to have lovely smooth skin. That's offensive to pink people, I guess. Yes, all the pink people. None of this stuff makes any sense. Like, all the stuff they chose to cut out doesn't even make sense. No. I I think all of the women with great horsey faces took offense to the horsey. Probably Nancy Pelosi felt really bad about that one. Or AOC. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Couldn't have that. Now, Now she just has a face. That that had to be an AOC oh, thing. You, very you face. over there with the face. Over there with the face. Very very descriptive. I mean, that's offensive to faceless people, if you ask me. Oof. Yeah, those faceless <laughs> people. I mean, they should stay out of my nightmares. Yeah. And then one of the clearest ones was brought to us by Ian Haworth. He uh, reported, "Okay, this was the original line. Don't be foolish." My grandmother said, "You can't go around pulling the hair of every lady you meet." Even if she's wearing gloves, just you try it and see what happens. And then the change is it's a complete rewrite. It's like, besides, there are plenty of other reasons why women might wear wigs. What? The original quote had nothing to do with wigs. Why why are they so hung up on wigs too? Like, you don't think people know that other women like this is not something we need to be teaching kids like in this book right now. Right. Is that really necessary? That feels like a very unnecessary descriptor. Well, and that's all of it. All of this is a very unnecessary descriptor. Yeah. And it's so disingenuine, you know. They're they're fighting so hard against the truth. I mean, it's just like that quote that we love to quote in 1984. I mean, if you guys remember last week, our favorite quote was, every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book has been rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day, minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except the endless present in which the party is always right. I mean, poor Roald Dahl really is getting the 1984 treatment here. He absolutely is. And there's this whole thing with the left, like, just finding all this stuff to be offended about. There's so many layers to this, I think. Like, you have these little fights that we're doing about words and books and whether or not they should be in there and whether or not they're inclusive. Meanwhile, the government's expanding and doing all kinds of corrupt nonsense, but we're too busy fighting about this petty stuff. I mean, it does matter, but the government's distracting us with this while they're getting away with a bunch of other terrible stuff. And we're not noticing, and certainly none of the culture warriors notice or care because they're too hung up on all this stuff. I think that's a really good point. Someone sent me the original article on Twitter, and then as soon as I start to look it up, I saw it everywhere. I saw it on Fox News. I saw it on CNN, The Washington Post, New York Times. I mean, everybody was reporting on this story. But who out there is talking about what happened in Ohio with the train incident? Who's still talking about the Chinese spy balloon? Who's talking about the egg shortage? Uh, I mean... There are so many bigger and important things happening in the world, and they're all being covered up. And this feels like a distraction, almost. Not that it's not important. Like you said, I mean, words are important to the way we think. If they're targeting the way children think, that's going to target our whole future. Very, very important. 
But there are things that really should be in the news now. Yes. They're much more important. I hate that we still do business with China. And right. there are much more important things we should be talking about, like how much money the government's printing up and shipping over to Ukraine and all this other nonsense that's going on. But nobody can get two words in about that because we're fighting over these words in the books. And they also happen to be winning on this front in a lot of cases where they're getting all these oh, warning offensive. Oh, we're going to edit this out of the movie or the book. And the new Harry Potter game, your character is addressed as a they them the entire time. Right. You know, and they got a trans character and they got all this stuff to try to shut up all the uh, crybabies on the left. That is so crazy to me because there was that whole boycott against the game calling it a, a what, a, a genocide simulator. Yeah. And there is straight up a transgender character in there. There's a lesbian character. It is so, it feels so much like gaslighting to tell me one thing and then they're putting all of these other things in the game and they're doing the same thing to these beloved books. I mean, where does it stop? Unless you're extremely on the left, you're a Nazi, basically. Basically. Like, they don't even like... Uh, J.K. Rowling is a left-wing person, and they hate her guts. You have to be yeah. all in on their side. And what people will do is they'll compromise by giving them most of what they want. Right. Why, why is this happening now? Why in this time and why in this place? I mean, these books have been out for a long time now. This wasn't happening when we were younger. I mean, is it just the complete feminization of men? Is it toxic femininity that's like taking over the world, it feels like? I would, ima I would imagine so. Because like, if I'm being honest, I cannot imagine like a boardroom full of guys being like, oh, we got to take out, we got to have inclusive language and we got to take out all these offensive terms. I just don't imagine a bunch of guys having that conversation. As a blue collar worker type guy, right? there's no way on it. Like guys insult the living daylights out of each other all day, every day. We don't care about each other's feelings at all. So, yeah, this next level of political correctness does not seem like a very naturally masculine trait. Definitely not a very good one if it is. And it's not a good feminine trait to want to censor language. I get the idea that we feel like we need to be nice to people. I mean, if you guys remember the speech that I gave last summer, you can click up in the link here uh, to check that out. Toxic niceness has really poisoned our culture. Censoring what we say to spare people's feelings isn't a good thing. Hiding the truth from people isn't a good thing. You're protecting them from bettering themselves. I mean... There's that saying, you know, you give a man a fish, you, you feed him for a day, you teach a man to fish, you feed him for the rest of his life. I mean, it's kind of the same thing here. If you're not teaching people to think critically, if you're not teaching them to analyze themselves critically, you're very much hindering them from living a fulfilling life. That's exactly right. And I feel like a lot of people, particularly ladies, but I mean, everybody, Whenever they get asked a question, whether it's like on TV, like, you know, you got those people that go around on the streets, they ask random questions to strangers. Or if you're at a party and you get asked a question, a lot of people, mostly ladies, but not exclusively, sure. will answer questions like they're trying to win a Miss America pageant. Like, I just want everyone to get along. I want world peace. I want free love. I want all this yeah. stuff. And because it's easy, it's, it's non-confrontational. It's like, look, you know, just everyone just get along. Let all the crazy people do whatever they want. Let's not think about the consequences of any of this. Or Because 
a lot of these issues are a lot more complicated than just a straight yes or no answer or a right. I'll go do whatever you want answer. Like it's a little more complicated than that, but you take the time to explain it. And then it's like, oh, you're just the bad guy and you're just trying to get your uh, your bigoted perspectives across. It's not that you actually care about anything. I think that's a really good point. And I mean, you brought up Harry Potter earlier. I think it was Dumbledore who said, we have to make the choice between what is easy and what is right. And here we have a very clear choice, right? It's easy to go along to get along, it, but it's right to tell the truth. And in this case, the truth is being hidden from readers, which is why, I mean, I may look like an insane person having 50 million books behind me, but it's important to actually buy copies of books because you don't know when they're going to be changed. Same thing is true with the movies. I mean, they remade the Matilda movie. So uh, who knows how crazy and woke that is now? Oh, yeah. It's only going to get worse. Well, look what they're doing to all the Disney classics. They're remaking yeah. all of them. To and be they're like woke. sneaking in little woke pieces here and there and same thing with uh with marvel like all their new all their latest movies are super woke and a lot of a lot of the uh the main characters are just uh it's a bait and switch now like if there's a show or a movie about a guy it's really they're going to introduce a girl and it's really about her or the guy's going to become a trans woman or whatever guys are all incompetent bumbling idiots now right unless unless uh unless they're like some kind of protected class yeah it's a real shame what do you guys think let us know down in the comments are you upset about what's happening to Roald Dahl's books or do you disagree with us do you have a different uh, a different way to think about this let us know Uh, we'd love to talk about it and don't forget to subscribe to Lit on Tuesday we're going to be talking about Harry Potter and all the controversy uh, behind it so look forward to that any last thoughts Matt? Uh, the world's ending. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful note to Just end on. Just get solid copies of everything. That's yeah. what I would say mostly is get books, get hard books, get DVDs, get, you know, solid discs, stuff like they can't edit and they can't take away. Right. You have all this stuff in the cloud. You don't, and they can edit that. Until it becomes Fahrenheit 451 and they barge into your house and burn all your books. Well, yeah. Well, that's what the Second <laughs> Ironically, the Second Amendment's been doing quite well. Like, more states than ever have constitutional carry now. Yeah. One of the hills that the left is actually losing on is the Second Amendment. I can't imagine why when all their cities are burning down around them. Yeah, well, that's probably why they're losing is all the... Even <laughs> the woke left people are like, yeah, I need a gun. This is crazy. I, I would like a gun, please absolutely insane well don't forget to follow honest matthew s he has an awesome podcast he just had a really great episode about ai so you guys should definitely go check it out link is up here and you can find it down below in the bio uh hope to see everybody again on tuesday thanks bye